Welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. Here are your hosts, Casey Woolley and Matthew Brown. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast, hot off the D23 Parks Forum announcements. My name is Casey. And my name is Matt. I fully admit that I am watching football right now. (laughs) Football is my first love. And so I'm like, I'll catch all that later. And then Casey's texting me like, oh my gosh, are you keeping up with the announcements? And then I see some, it's, it's been a day so far. <laughs> yes. I will tell you that I caught it. I knew it was today. I came up to take care of some business on my, my um, computer. It's like, oh, you know what? I've got an hour before I got an hour and a half before I got to hop on with Matt. I'll tune in. And they, they were broadcasting it live, which was awesome. Holy smokes. I still got tears in my eyes listening to some of the stuff that was going on. So what we're going to do real quick before we even start the episode today um, with the stuff that we originally planned, I'm going to run through the list of things that are coming to Disney and to, to the Disney parks around the globe. Um, and if you were in the Facebook group at all over the last hour and a half today, Sunday, the, the 11th, um, I apologize because the, <laughs> the group lit up with like 15 posts by me in a matter of an hour, um, including concept art. So definitely check out the Facebook group because there's some concept art in there. Okay. You ready? Yes, I am. Okay. The concept art. <laughs> First big announcement right off the bat. Happily Ever After is coming back to Magic Kingdom. I mean, that just <laughs> makes sense. Come on. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Moving on to Disneyland. They are going to have, you and I have talked about it, a Mando and Grogu live and in-person character meet and greet in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge in Batu. Makes total they, sense. They, they brought him out on stage, and um, he, he said something about meeting someone at Olga's Cantina. So that, that was awesome. So um, they are doing a Hulk meet and greet at Avengers Campus. They have got a full, This Hulk's like twice the size of Josh tomorrow. He's huge. Oh, he that's, that's super fun. Yeah, super yes. fun. Um, there's a new attraction coming to Avengers Campus. Chapik teased this on Friday. Um, all I can say is this. You're going to battle alongside Avengers from all universes. It's a multi multiverse concept, and you're fighting King Thanos, a Thanos that actually won in his universe. Ooh. Yes. Um, this is one I tagged you in, Disney's California Adventure. Pacific Wharf is becoming San Francisco. Yes. I didn't. <laughs> I'm. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I mean, that's another one that, again, like. I get it. People hate IP, but man, go watch that movie and go, you yes. know what? It's actually really fun to walk around there. And Bam- the con- Baymax is yeah. pretty good. I didn't, I didn't grab the picture of the concept art for that, but it did look pretty cool. Um, Paradise Pier Hotel is becoming Pixar Place Hotel, completely rethemed around Pixar. Downtown Disney, a dozen new reimagined locations, including a bakery that literally got a standing ovation called Portos. Don't know anything about it. For those of you in Southern California, maybe you know what it is, but apparently it's like a huge favorite in Southern California. Um, they're bringing Run Disney back to Disneyland for the first time since 2017. It's going back in 2024. Mickey's Toontown is undergoing its renovation. They're getting Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, um, reimagined family experiences, fun interaction, interactive place for kids, reopening in early 2023. So that's pretty close. And then for both Disneyland and Walt Disney World, Tiana's Bayou Adventure. So this is the reimagined Splash Mountain we've been talking about. It is set to arrive in late 2024, both in Disneyland and in Walt Disney World. It picks up where Princess and the Frog left off. Uh, left off. Um, it's described as a love letter to New Orleans um, and uh, the 
film's main cast is coming back to lend their voices to nice. the Avenger. Yeah, the idea is. Um, uh, I read Tiana some of the. Is, I read some of that. Yeah, um, Tiana. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, I'm cutting you off. Go for it. I was gonna say Tiana is just lend. Uh, she she's she's leading a group of of patrons basically to go find this minute missing ingredient is basically kind of the concept. But go ahead, what were we gonna say? Yeah, that's I, I had heard and seen some of the. Uh, concept stuff for that because they had a display early on like even outside of the parks thing they had a display happening yeah so walt disney world i gotta tell you i was a little disappointed at first because they only had five things for walt disney world all that stuff for disneyland and walt disney world was kind of like huh but then they started talking about some other stuff which i'll get to um so there's an all-new nighttime spectacular debuting for epcot in 2023 so it sounds like harmonious is maybe going away which is odd because I've heard it's gotten some traction, but okay. Um, the center of Epcot is going to be ready to welcome guests in late 2023, which includes the Moana Journey of Water. Nice. Yes. Of course, the big one, Figment, is coming oh. to Epcot by end of 2023. Like, this is another one of those, like, how has this taken this long? Because <laughs> I, I, literally, you want to get a, a you want to eat people up. Put a figment meet and greet. Yes. Well, I'll tell you that the applause and the ovation in the room was insane. Here's one that I literally like was like just screaming about. The hat box ghost is coming to the haunted mansion and magic kingdom. I'm so now, excited. Let me, let me play devil's advocate here. Does that take away from the specialness of the Disneyland haunted mansion. I don't think so. Cause they're two different attractions. I mean, it really is two different attractions. I, I have wanted to see the Hatbox ghost in Walt Disney world for years. I, I just, I, I, I've, I've been enthralled by the story behind the Hatbox ghost. So for me, I just think it's absolutely cool. Yeah. And oh, I'm excited finally, about it. That was just, they definitely. finally gave uh, um, a debut date for Tron light cycle run spring, 2023. Okay. So we are less than probably six months that's, away. That's really close. <laughs> yes, it is. In fact, they showed a clip of Josh writing it, Josh tomorrow writing it. Okay. Then there was some news on Disney Cruise Line. They are adding a sixth ship. The theme is centered around adventure. In fact, Aladdin, Jasmine, and Carpet will be the statue in the center of the ship. Oh. But the name is not the Disney Adventure. It is called the Disney Treasure. Ooh. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, because they're adding the sixth ship, the Disney Wonder is going to be shifting its cruising destinations and going for the first time in Australia and in New Zealand. Okay. Um, uh, they're also building a brand new island destination in the Bahamas called Lighthouse Point. On, it's called Alerthra Island, where 90% of the power is going to come from solar energy. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. All right. Then they went to the international parks. Shanghai Disney Resort, Zootopia Central Station is opening up. Duffy and Friends are going to have their own show on Disney Plus. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, Hong Kong Disneyland. Walt, there's a Walt and Mickey statue coming behind the park. There's a Frozen themed land coming um, to three different parks. The one in Shanghai is going to have two different attractions, including one called Wandering Oaken's Sliding Sleighs. It's a roller coaster, which okay. will be up next year. Disneyland Paris is going to have in Walt Disney Walt Disney Studios Park a Norway-inspired village, snow-capped mountains, an entirely new promenade in the center of the park, which leads you off into different themed lands, including a Tangled theme attraction. 
Uh, Disneyland ah. Hotel. Yeah, Disneyland Hotel in Paris is going to be rethemed with each of the rooms centered around Frozen, Sleeping Bank, the Beauty, Tangled, Beauty and the Beast, Beast, complete in 2024. Tokyo Disney Resort is um, having a brand new themed land called Fantasy Springs with three distinct stories: Peter Pan, Tangled, and Frozen and a hotel integrated into the park and their space mountain is being transformed. In fact, their entire Tomorrowland is being transformed um, and will be complete by 2027. Okay. Wow. So at this point I was feeling like, Oh man, okay, well, this is cool. But like, man, Walt Disney world kind of got like, you know, shafted here. You know, it's like, I, I just <laughs> scrolled through your announcements. I'm, yeah. I'm getting ready. <laughs> yes. So then they went to the blue sky projects. Now they said, these things are pretty far off, but this is where their head's at. And they started with Dinoland. And Dinoland there, and this has been a rumor for years, Zootopia. What if you could take the train into Zootopia and visit the different themed worlds of Zootopia? I didn't see that. I mean, that's, oh, that yeah. just makes sense. Yes, it does. They also talked about having a Moana-themed land and animal kingdom and they showed the concept art for that then they went to magic kingdom and the way they unveiled this was what if you could get behind big thunder mountain what would be back there they said maybe there could be a por a portal into coco into mexico into the afterlife right they said or what if there was a magical door a casita if you will and you walked through and got to meet the family members of encanto or something <laughs> i can't believe i'm saying this because this has been talked about for years or something that fans have been asking for for years a villains area of the world and sure enough, they they did some concept art for that, which yeah, like, I popped up in the Facebook group. That's an interesting one because it is this very interesting conglomeration of Coco, the Casita, and then this like eerie villains thing. But uh -huh. oh man, I mean, first of all, like it, some of that is just duh. Like the, yes, Casita and all the Encanto characters in the park. Yes, mm -hmm. um, that just makes sense but i cannot be the, the villains one surprises me i cannot believe that they are going to dedicate a a space for the villains year like that are that's just like yep this is where they are all the time well the way they kind of talked about it so they brought out the, the the chief portfolio officer of disney imagineering as mr chris and they brought out jennifer lee who's the um the, like the, the vice president of Disney animation. She's the one who created frozen and all that stuff. What she said on stage was we have been trying to figure out a way to bring the Disney characters of the last decade into the parks. That is something we have talked about on this show for, for since the show started and Disney fandom has talked about for years of that. Disney is always so late to get it's IP, it's current IP into the parks fast. It takes too long. So if there's a way to do it, if there's a way to get it in there and get that next generation, 
I just, I, the way they showed it, and again, they said it was all early concept. I mean, I was grabbing these screenshots as quickly as I could. You could tell they're screenshots, but I was like, I just, these things are amazing to see what could be, you know? Yeah, and that's uh, always the trick with all of this is it's early on. There's no, mm-hmm. no, you know, set dates or anything, but the stuff that they did set dates for is exciting, and it's exciting to see where their head's at. Yep. And um, it clearly the demand is not going down. So it's I mean, th- these are always the most exciting days. Oh, yeah. Because this is the stuff that we all love, which is the ideas. Yes, we love experiencing them. But, you know, seeing that first idea of like, whoa, that's so cool is really just super fun. Exactly. Okay, then the last thing I talked about was the 100 years of wonder, the 100 years of Disney. Biggest celebration in the company's history begins um, beginning in late uh, January 2023. Um, Disneyland Park, um, the characters are going to have new looks, um, platinum decor. And it's something they said, which I just thought was absolutely awesome. The Magic Happens Parade is coming back. So for those of you who don't know the Magic Happens Parade, the Magic Happens Parade created by, um, oh, goodness, whose name is going to escape me? Um, t- uh, shoot, I can't remember his name. I- it'll come to me in a minute. Um, anyway, uh, he-, he created it, and it ran for two weeks. It ran for two weeks before COVID shut everything down, and it hasn't been back since. So they're bringing that back. Why can't I? T- Todrick Hall, there it is. Todrick okay. Hall, created by Todrick Hall. Um, and then Disneyland Resort will also be showcasing two nighttime shows. They're reimagining the world of color. They're calling it the World of Color One. And then um, a new nighttime spectacular coming to Disneyland Park called Wondrous Journeys. And then that is how they ended the show uh, with that new theme song and the stage show, blah, 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 blah. So what? needless to say, big stuff coming out of Disney Parks. I mean, holy smokes, man. Yeah, it's... I understand that there's a lot right now in the Disney company to be upset about. And I, I, I get it. The, 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 it's, it's valid. It's valid frustrations. But, man, it's what's good to see about all this is that at its core, they really are listening to fans. Mm-hmm. They really, again, that whole villains thing, that, that is an absolutely a fan-driven thing. 100%. And I love Josh tomorrow. He understands it. He meets the fans. He listens to the fans. I know for some, some people have gotten mad at him lately, and I don't know why. I, I, but turn I your think, anger to Chapek, not not tomorrow. I think the anger of it, and this is where I do get some of it, is that he's getting by scot-free, and it's all being directed at Chapek, where it's like, okay, yes, Chapek's involved, but Josh tomorrow is also like signing off on these decisions as Maybe. well. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think, I don't I see Josh as one of us. I don't see Josh as your basic corporate executive. Yeah. I don't see him I, like a Bob Chapek. I did enjoy there was a someone did a big long interview with Bob Chapek, and I, I enjoyed what he had to say. There was stuff I did not agree with, but um, but one of the things that he did talk about that that is 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 like a yeah that that is hard is you know there's there's no way to cater to it's 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 the idea that okay if we do this we sacrifice our our client based in this way and so like it's it's this balance of how do we everything is being driven by demand and demand's not slowing down and so i do agree with that to some degree but the problem is is if it was just him 
if it was just him and, and, and we only had him to measure by, we wouldn't know any different. But we've had we had a CEO that did it right before him for many, many years. And demand, I would argue, under Iger was not any less strong. If anything, he yeah. made it stronger. You yeah, know? I think I think really the big test for Chapek, and you've said this on the pod, right now this is the tail end of Iger's idea. All this stuff that's coming out was started when Iger was CEO because yes. all of this stuff starts years and years and years yeah, in well, advance. You saw some of the stuff we're announcing now isn't wearing C till twenty twenty seven. You know exactly. So to me, this is the kind of stuff. So like this villains thing. What does that look like in six, seven years? Yeah, if, if we even see it. If we even see it. Because, I mean, think about the stuff that got announced in the 2019 D23, the Mary Poppins Cherry Tree Lane. No mention of that anywhere. It got, that got kaput, you know? Yeah. There's, you know, the, the Wreck-It Ralph indoors area. I mean, maybe the, it's the coming. Play, maybe, the, yeah, the yeah. play thing. Yeah, like, what is that coming? Who knows? Yeah, it, it, so I think that that's what – kind of now we have to shift our focus to is unfortunately we kind of have to just wait and see yeah. we have to wait and see what what is where is chaping leading this company and this is not just in parks this yeah. is in what do the movies do what yeah. um, and we've even touched on the announcements from the movies that have come out the last yeah few yeah like, there there there's a whole host of them that we put up a, i put a couple of them up in the facebook group um some some really cool looking stuff coming down the pipeline yeah 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 like what and you know what's What's coming in theaters? What's coming down? What's coming in with shows? What's coming on Disney Plus? What's like there's that to me is going to be more of the defining thing of Chapex era than what's happening right now because again right now you're you're dealing with the almost I don't want to say fallout because that's not the right way but you're you're riding the wave of Bob Iger. Yeah, I agree. Well, if this excites you. And, of course, this episode that we're about ready to talk about, which should excite you because it's all parks. Uh, in case you don't know this, I'm going to read my advertisement right now so I don't have to read it later. So here you yes. go. The Beers and Ears podcast is brought to you by Magical Memories by Casey. That's right. Your favorite podcast host is now an authorized vacation planner. Are you looking to plan your next trip to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Universal Orlando, or Hollywood? Disney Cruise Line, Alania Disney Resort, or even Adventures by Disney? Then look no further than planning with an authorized planner through an earmarked agency like main street and more travel will cost you nothing extra but you do gain as i like to say ears of experience with someone who has helped others with their magical trips you know i often get asked matt i know you get asked this too what is the right time to start planning and we always recommend try to go about six months out is usually the right time to start planning is right now. That's so funny. That's in my script too. Even even if you're within the six months, the perfect time is always right now. Right now. Uh, Yes. Um, Reach out to me at Casey Woolley at MainStreetMoreTravel.com. You can also find the initial interest form at SorcererNetwork.com on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Magical Casey. Uh, and if you have any friends or family who are planning, send them my way as well. You know me, you trust me, you've listened to me every week, obviously. So why not plan your next magical memory with me? And uh, right now they got some deals, Matt. Um, if you're thinking about going for Christmas and you're a Disney Plus subscriber, they've got 20% off or up to 20% off select rooms uh, December 11th through the 25th. And then if you want to do a Disney cruise, biggest deal I've ever seen, Disney Plus subscriber. Um, basically, it's like a buy one, get one 
basically two people sale for the regular cost, the other two people in the room for free. That's pretty nuts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, imagine just splitting that cost up among four people. And I was pricing some stuff out. I mean, cruises start as low at, for, for four people, as low as two grand for a four night cruise. Wow. So definitely get a hold of me and, and let's take a look and see what's out there. I would love to uh, help you if you're interested in that. Feel, I feel like I need to advertise something. It's brought to you by <laughs> me as well. I I don't have anything for you to 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 contact me about. Check out but, you Matt know. on Twitch. He plays video yes. games. We haven't even we haven't even gotten into Disney Dreamlight Valley today. Uh, that's a whole different yeah, ball uh, we, altogether. We a, that's a, that's an episode, Casey. That is that's an, an episode. episode. All I got to say, if you have not gotten the, the game yet, holy smokes, I have got Maui and Moana on my island and Remy so far. And then I'm hoping to go get Wally here soon. I just I'm trying, okay, to, yeah. trying to clean the I've, island up a little bit. Yeah, I've got a, I have not played a whole lot, but okay. uh, the the stuff that I have played, I'm like, gosh, this is just okay. I'm I, I'm sorry, I'm gonna take us down this rabbit hole a little bit. It's just a very great relaxation. Yes, game. yes. Like it's a relaxing time. There's no stress. No, it's there's no characters. fighting. There's no fighting in it. It's just quest driven and like. Honestly, for people who aren't video gamers, and I'm not a big video gamer, it's an easy game. Like, it's, yeah, I, you don't feel stressed out. Like, I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. It's, it, you no, know, you're right. Games describe... can be stressful. Like, yeah, when you're trying can. to play Super Mario Brothers, it can be stressful of, like, I have to beat this boss and I can't get past it, or I have to find this area. I mean, with if you're playing Legend of Zelda or something like that, this is exactly. just, a, just, just, it's a great time to just chill and relax. Yep. Hang out with your Disney favorite Disney characters. Want to go fishing some... with Goofy? Go fishing with Goofy. You want to go mine some min- min- minerals with Merlin? Do it. You know, yeah. like you want to cook something up with Remy? Why not? Crack, cook some ratatouille up. I made a, I made a, um, a Mickey shaped waffle waffle yesterday oh, with Gina. nice. It was it just came out of nowhere. It was awesome. So anyway, so uh, Matt, why don't you tell our listeners what we're actually doing today what the what the episode is yeah so it is a parks episode but we're going to do something a little interesting um this is an idea we've kind of been concocting uh for a while so we're going to go park by park and so we're going to hit the five or five parks the four parks and i don't know where i got the fifth one from Uh, i don't know man (laughs) um and we're going to go what's a ride we would rope drop yep what's a ride we would we're going to say pay for, you know, whether that's lightning yeah, lane, TV genie plus, plus. Or ILL or what used to be yeah, called, whatever, Fat. whatever it yeah. falls under, you're, you're, you're paying a premium to be able to, to go on that ride and cut the line. Uh, standby, which one do you stand by? If applicable, we're going to say, which one do you single rider? If there is not a single rider. So for example, like Disney, Disney or, or magic kingdom does not have single rider lines. We'll just do another standby. And then which ride are you totally skipping? And, and I want to be up front. Obviously, guys, there are a lot of rides we could stand by. I mean, everything that's not a fast bat or a genie plus or a rope drop or a single rider could be a stand up. The whole idea here is you've got limited time in the park. You're only able to do these things. Basically, you got one park day and you're trying to hit each of these. Right. Well, and so, and, I, and I took it also as like, yeah, you're going to just stand by Astro Orbiters or, yeah, yes. I'm just going to skip I mean, that Astro could be Orbiters. on your list. That could be on your list if you absolutely wanted it. But I kind of took it like by like the major ones you want to hit. Which one would you stand by? Kind of yeah. Thing. Yeah. That's so, kind of what I took it as. You know, if you only had one day and you had to hit all four parks at once, how would you do it? This is kind of yeah. that idea. Um, OK, where do you want to go first, Matt? I feel like we got to save Magic Kingdom for last. 
I don't know. I feel like Magic Kingdom is kind of the boring of the of the four. Really? Okay. I I, well, I then, do. I mean, okay. Magic Kingdom for me, I just I I don't know. I mean, I think Epcot in my mind would be the one that, like the last one to go last, or, or or Hollywood Studios even. Okay. Okay. Then let's start at Magic Kingdom. Let's start Magic okay. Kingdom. Um, right. how, how do you want to do this? Do you want to do like your entire list and then uh, I'll we, react we, and vice we, versa? Why don't we go? Just go down the. We'll do the order. Will go as rope drop. Genie Plus, Standby, Single Rider, and Skip, and we'll just kind of do them together. Okay, okay. So let's start with Rope Drop. What would you Rope Drop? Okay. Uh, I, th- I thought a lot about this, and I would Rope Drop um, Haunted Mansion. Interesting. That's okay. what I'm Rope Dropping. Okay. Um, be- because I that ride can get a longer line, like, Oh, for it, it can get to a point where I'm like, man, I really just don't want to wait in that line. But then I also don't really want to pay a premium to go on that ride. Mm-hmm. And so I find if I rope drop that ride, then I've taken I've taken care of that. I, it's a delightful ride. I love that ride. Rope drop it. Check it off the list. My rope drop, I, I was torn between two. For me, I would rope drop Space Mountain. I love Space Mountain. I would rope drop Space Mountain, get out of the way. Um, I know a lot of people out there would say Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. I am not a Seven Dwarfs guy. So I'm just, it's on there that the two of them, like, they're both, like, high-speed coasters. They're fun. For me, Space Co- Space Mountain's more fun. So I would rope drop Space Mountain. But Seven Dwarfs would also be an alternative here. Get it out of the way because that line gets obnoxious later in the yeah. day. And I'm not paying for it. It's not worth yeah. the pain. Okay. Now we'll move to Genie Plus. Um, I would Genie Plus Splash Mountain. I'm, I totally agree with you. Um, and, and my rationale behind that is that line can get really long. It's a boring line. The standby yeah. line is boring and it's in the heat. There's no shade in that line whatsoever. So for that reason, I would not stand by it. And it's one of those things, yeah, you could ride it early in the morning, but do you really want to get wet early in the morning? Like that's a fun ride to do like mid-afternoon when the, the yes. heat is really bad, you know? Yeah, you want to you do that ride mid-afternoon because then if you do get soaked, you dry off in like 10 minutes because the sun just beats down exactly. on you. Exactly. All right, what is your other standby? Because there is no single rider. Um, that's not, that wasn't, oh, my, uh, the, my other standby? Because we're in yeah. standby right now. So my other yeah. standby is Pirates. Pirates. Um, okay. That that's is a my, ride. I'm that... sorry, we, we weren't in, you're right. We were just on Genie Plus. What is your yeah. first standby? That's what I meant to say. Yes, what Pirates is your first standby? Pirates, the last, the last three two. or four times that I've went, um, that line decreases to under yes. an hour and even sub 45 minutes pretty consistently in the afternoon. And just, even when it says 45 minutes, it's not really 45 minutes. You can usually get through that in 30 minutes and it's all shaded. Yeah. It's nice like and cool down me, there. I you would, get in yeah. the basement. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. I, I would stand by uh, pirates as well. What was your um, other one? My other one was big thunder. Ah, yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I, um, I put big thunder just because it's a fun cue. It's interactive. Um, um, I, I guess I could theoretically put haunted mansion here. If the line's not too bad, I didn't put Haunted Mansion on my list at all. Strangely, um, I like Haunted Mansion. I just there's, there's a lot in Magic Kingdom. Yeah, there is a lot. Um, but yeah, Big Thunder. I just I like the queue. It's fun. Um, it's interactive. You get to see the. the um, in fact, if you're on it at night when the fireworks are going off, you get a great view of the fireworks too. Uh, yeah, agreed. And that's another one that the line just never seems to balloon to a point of just. Oh man, I'm I'm not waiting this long for this. It, you can always seem to catch it in like a yeah. oh I, I'll wait 45 minutes for this. Exactly, go get some food and come back. You know. Exactly, exactly. And then as far as my skip, what would your skip be? 
My skip is Jungle Cruise. Mine too. Look I, at that. We are we are on the same wavelength here, man. Because uh, as per usual, we did not compare lists beforehand. But right. I, you know, the skippers, the cast members who do the skipper thing, some of the best cast members in terms of like performance wise. The ride just is kind of eh. Yeah, and you know, for me, it's the cue. The cue is just it's it's that back and forth, back and forth. And yeah, you got the overhead music, you get the corny jokes, but it's hot. They do everything they can with those fans, but it's hot in that queue. And yeah. just when you think you're getting up to the front, you look and there's a whole other area you gotta go where you're back and forth and again, you know? Well, and it's it's a slow load time. So yeah. if you get yeah. caught to where the lightning lane people are are coming on and the genie plus people are coming on, if you're standby in that, you can wait a long time and just every time I'm on the ride, I'm like Okay, I really enjoyed the cast member, but the like the ride itself was Here's whatever. My if it's if it's an hour wait, which is by the way an average for that ride, sometimes yeah. longer. But if it's an hour wait, that ride we talk about time being the currency of the parks. That ride is then at that point an hour and twenty minute time commitment. It's a sixty minute wait, a twenty minute ride. Um, it's it's very similar to you know we're going to go to Animal Kingdom next. Very similar to Kilimanjaro Safari as well. It's a time commitment. And again, if you're there for a leisurely day, fine, cool. But if you're trying to make the most of your time, why are you going to Jungle Cruise? Like that makes no sense to me. Yeah, yeah. So that that could be another one if that ride is your like thing. Rope dropping also would make yeah, sense. I for, could see that, that yeah. one because then you're then you're not committing that full hour you're going direct to Adventureland, getting on that checking that box and then you're yeah. done all right so let's move to animal kingdom next um we'll start with rope drop my rope drop for animal kingdom is dinosaur ah interesting so, give me a rationale there so well i think it has a lot to do with the other ones on my list which are going to make sense in a couple of minutes dinosaur um first of all if you get it early in the morning you could actually probably write it two or three times like like this over and over again because it doesn't fill up because everyone's moving over to pandora first or yeah. Everest first not a lot of people go to the right first they don't think about it i personally love dinosaur and i think for me it's it was the first ride i ever rode at walt disney world so it's kind of got a special place in my heart um but I, you, can, you can ride that ride two or three times in a matter of 45 50 minutes and get a lot of bang for your buck on that ride right so yeah. for me get it out of the way it's definitely an, a, a not miss attraction in my book um so that's why i would rope drop it my my rope drop was the Kilimanjaro safaris. Oh, um, okay. Uh, for kind of what we talked about with Jungle Cruise, you know, you get that out of the way. You don't have to wait in that long queue. And especially if you get there first, your ride goes off. Because one of the things that can slow down that queue is if an animal gets in the middle of the road, they yeah. have to wait. Yeah. And so you just sit there. Whereas if you get there right away, you can get on and the animals are a little more active um, and so you kind of get to see a whole lot more. So I also find that the ride experience is also a little bit better in the morning, though. I would done want... in the morning, but that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I find it's been very good in the morning. Again, I don't have necessarily anything to compare it to because I don't ride it in the afternoon, yeah. but I mean, I've gotten out of that line in the afternoon because we're just standing there, standing there, standing there. I'm like, this is, we're, we're, we're clearly there's an animal in the middle of the, of the thing here. We're not moving. Yep. We're just standing here wasting time. Let's go do something else. Yeah. All right. What would your uh, fast pass Genie Plus ILL be? I mean, this probably is obvious, but it's 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 flight of passage. Like, Agreed. Same thing. that's the one I'm 
I'm yeah. doing the cue. I mean, don't the, get me cue wrong. the cue is awesome. Oh yeah. But you know what? You're not really there to look look at the queue, I guess. And, well, and, I don't mind yeah. looking at the queue for 20 minutes. I'm not looking at the queue for like two hours. <laughs> two hours, exactly. And that is an amazing ride. So, yeah, I'm right there with you. Flight of Passage is, is my fast pass as well. Um, my standby on this is the Lion King show. The Lion ah. King show. Don't waste a Genie Plus reservation on the Lion King show. You can typically line up. Um, 20 minutes before and get in no problem okay yeah fine you might sit a little bit more towards the back big whoop that the, the theater's theater not that big like you can see it. plenty of stuff yeah, i sat in the are, back row one time you can see and everything there are plenty of shows there are plenty of shows in fact i would i think i prefer to sit in the back row because you got something to lean up against you know yeah that wall so for me the standby would be lion king i had dinosaur in that one that okay. that standby again that line usually doesn't get too long and so um, I just, you know, why I didn't put it for standby is I just, I feel like that line can be boring. Yeah, you got Bill Nye. Okay, cool. Whatever. It can be. But it can be um, a little boring, that whole wraparound kind of thing. All right. Obviously, the single rider, the only one available in the park, but amazing. And we've talked about it on this podcast. Let's say it together Expedition, Expedition Everest. Everest. Yes. Um, yeah, I Expedition mean, Everest. Go ahead. I, I rode that one time like three times in a half an hour because yes, of the single yes. rider line. Now, then my body said, no more. Please don't put us on that again. You are I think old. I did five in a row, but yeah, it could, it could be. It's just a fun ride. When my brother and I go in October, I can't wait to show him the single rider line and be like, this is how this works. And like, yeah, you're not riding with me, but you're going to have a blast. Like, I'll wait for you when I get off, and then you wait for me when you get Like, it's an amazing ride. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Well, and, and that's, that's well, and also it, it fulfills my dream of trying to be in as many family pictures as I possibly can <laughs> because there has to be a family of three out there that like buys their picture Who and like, yeah, guy? look at us. We're on, we're on Exhibition Everest. And like, I'm on somebody's mantle. And yep. I love that idea. Uh, the one I would skip is the Safari, Kilimanjaro Safari. Really? Yep. I, I, it's, it's a okay ride to me. It's not anything that I think is a must do. Huh. Interesting. Uh, Navi River Journey. Oh, I, I that so much. I it's outside of okay. The Shaman of Song is pretty awesome, but otherwise, I just it's a a pretty short. Like it, it's not a very long it ride. Is short. I will give you. I just think it's a beautiful ride. Oh, it's it's gorgeous. Yeah, I just think I, I enjoy, and I also know that I can get on it pretty quick. Like like you know, it, when it first debuted, it was not worth the two hour wait. I mean, absolutely not. Now you can get on in 40 minutes if that, you know, 30 yeah, minutes just, sometimes. So just yeah. not feeling, not feeling that one. I guess Cali right. River Rapids is another one that I just don't do. Yeah, I don't do Cali River Rapids either. I, it gets too, you get too wet. Like it's not yeah. like Splash Mountain where you get a little wet. Like Cali River, you get drenched. Like, like Splash, Splash Mountain, Mountain if you get wet, it was at least fun. Like Cali River yeah. Rapids is like, we're just going to get you wet. Just exactly. sit in this it and get really wet. It is a true water ride. All right, so now we're going to go to the other two parks, um, and these two are a lot harder because these have a lot more in them. We're going to start with Epcot. Okay. All right, so what is your rope drop? My rope drop is Soren. Okay. I am going directly to Soren, um, partly because um, I, I think everyone kind of rushes towards everything else, and uh, also with Epcot. Rope drop is a little bit different because there's a whole, like the world showcase doesn't open up until two hours later. That's fair. Yeah. Um, and so Soren, I, I love that ride, but now Epcot's starting to get a, some bigger attractions that are 
getting Genie Plus, Lightning Lane, all that other stuff, that I'm going to want to spend more on that rather than spend it on Soren. And so I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm now to the point where I was thinking about this the other night because, of course, I was. I was like, I think now I'm to the point where I would rope drop Soren. So I didn't take into account the World Showcase opening two hours earlier or later. I should have. So let's just assume for a moment they open at the same time. My rope drop was actually Remy. Remy, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I would want to get that one. I do want to go all the way back, just get that one knocked out of the way. It's a popular attraction. I, in this case, I only get one of those fast pass kind of things. So I'm going to use my rope drop on Remy. Now, this is the um, key here. With the with Epcot, though, is you kind of do get a double rope drop. Yes, you do. That... So, yeah, with that with that two-hour later um, opening, now I would absolutely rope drop Remy as – the, the, the world showcase rope drop. Yeah, yeah. So That's you can time point. it to where you rope drop your ride first thing, go do something else, and then be ready when the world showcase opens to yes. then go rope drop the next thing, exactly. whether that's Remy, Remy or, or Frozen. Yeah. Or Frozen. Um, okay, as far as my ILL or Genie Plus, I, I don't think this is going to surprise anyone. It's going to be Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I mean, even <laughs> though we haven't ridden it, it's no. like... Uh, I've got, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that I'm gonna lightning lane that one. <laughs> 19 days I will be on that ride. I cannot wait. So oh uh, man, uh, we'll talk about that in a couple of minutes. In fact, I'll be able to ride that ride as many times as I want. So oh my gosh, uh, <laughs> all right. What would be your first stand or what would be your standby? Not first standby. What would be my first standby. standby. My standby would be oh shoot, I had it. Oh my standby would be Remy. I think that okay. really getting, yeah. I'm thinking I would I would stand by that one. And um, because it seems to be now kind of, you know, mellowing out in terms of the popularity, Um, it's going to be a great standby. So I I would I would stand by that one. I would stand by Soren. Okay. so um, really, I just yeah. You know why? Um, With them opening the third theater, the standby line is not nearly as bad as it used to be. You're you're right. The third theater definitely helped. (laughs) So, Uh, okay, a single rider. We all know what this one's going to be. Test track, baby. Test track, yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, go ahead. Um, you know, you you miss the building of the car yeah, part. I was gonna say that, yep. But ultimately, for me personally, like I, if you have kids, especially kids that are into cars, yes, stand by it. Yes. If you just want to ride the ride and do not care about that other stuff, single rider, single baby. Rider. There's no reason you're gonna get that crazy experience of going, you know, 60 miles an hour real fast. I mean, it's a it's a fun ride. Uh, as far as the skip goes, um, I would skip Frozen. Ah, skip Frozen. Um, yeah. I, I'm not quite to the skip on Frozen. I would skip Mission Space. I oh, well, I don't even consider Mission Space like an, a, like a, an attractive attraction. <laughs> you just don't even consider it like, an attraction. Like, it's just is... Mission Space to me is like the same level as like Autopia. Like it just. Oh, it's, okay. Like, I, I I don't even like I I forget Mission Space is even there. So yeah, clearly I'm. I mean, and obviously Spaceship Earth is in that mix too. But like I don't know, I consider Mission Space kind of like a second tier attraction. But no, you are right on Frozen. Where I remember riding it and going again. If my eight year old is a Frozen fan, it's it's this is a yeah. super fun and cool ride. For me, that I like Frozen. Frozen's a great movie. You know, love the characters, all that stuff. I, I'm not gonna wait forty five minutes to an hour and a half to go do that. Like, and not gonna waste my resources to go do that ride when there's other rides there that I would, that are just way more mm-hmm. eye popping fun 
wow factor rather than this ride is just like, yeah, that was fun. I had a good time. You know, it was fine. <laughs> All right. Well, um, this takes us to our final park, Disney's Hollywood Studios. This one's the one I had the most difficult time with. This one was most difficult to me because there's been so much stuff that I haven't ridden. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I, I, I already in Epcot obviously put, you know, Gardens of the Galaxy on there. But a, like some of this on the list was I just don't know whether I like that yeah, ride or not. Yeah. You know, you got to get down there. You should be talking to an authorized Disney travel I, planner to help. I, you that. <laughs> I know the, it's it's uh, it's finances that are the problem. Uh, know. <laughs> well, you know, they do have a layaway program. So kind of you can put two hundred dollars <laughs> down and then kind of pay on a payment plan at some point. So. All right. Anyway, uh, rope drop. Uh, I think I'm up. Um, I would rope drop Slinky Dog Dash. Yeah, I'm, um, I have I'm been with there you long enough one. to know that Slinky Dog Dash's queue is hot. It's long, it's in the sun, and it moves at a snail's pace. Get it out of the way as soon as you can. Otherwise, you are and, – and by the way, don't think you're going to Genie Plus that thing either. Those Genie Plus sell out for that within the first hour. Yeah. So so definitely, like, get Slinky Dog as quickly as you can. That was my rope drop um, as well. Um, that just, again, get that one out of the way. Um, I guess my only, like – other thing would be is if you can somehow catch it like late, late at night before the park closes and kind of sneak on there last minute. Yeah. Oh, it's um, gorgeous at night. It's, it's gorgeous at night. Yeah, it absolutely is. Um, okay. What would your uh, Genie Plus ILL be? I'm going to say Rise of the Resistance for me. Okay. Because okay. I haven't been on it and I really, really want to be on it. But my my uh, that 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 just I that ride I'm willing to pay money for. It seems like such a immersive experience. It's not just you get on a ride here it is go. It's the queue. It's the um, it's the holding area. It's the surroundings. Like I, I just uh, it's for, it's rise of the resistance for me. For me, it is Tower of Terror, actually. Ah. Um, I love Tower of Terror. It's one of my absolute favorite rides. Um, I absolutely hate the queue, though. So if I can get through that queue fast, um, I, I would be willing to to skip that with Genie+. Plus. Um, okay, moving to standby. Um, my standby is actually Rise of the Resistance. Okay. Um, and here's the reason why. Um, it's all about how you get to it or when you get to it. Don't think you're going to get on this thing at noon or one and have a quick standby line. It's going to be two, two and a half hours. You get it early in the morning. I'm not saying rope drop. You could probably slinky dog and then move over to rise and have about an hour wait at rise. That'd be fine. Or get it late at night, right before park closing, and you'll be able to get you know less than an hour wait. So for that reason, a standby is not going to kill you. Um, and the and the queue is pretty awesome. It's pretty immersive. Yeah. I did Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway for this one. Okay. Um, that queue is mostly inside. Um, you know, it's not completely uh, inside. Uh, actually, no, that's not true. Not anymore? Uh, no. Well, it's inside. Um, I'd say the final 20 minutes of the queue are inside, but anything over 20 minutes, you are going to be out in that hot, blistering sun. Um, they've got some canopies up with some fans. But it's yeah, it's it, it's hot. I mean, when we not when we did it when we were there or when I did it when I was there um, in November, 
it was hot. <laughs> okay. But it's I, a fair, it's fair. Like 20 minutes. Yeah. If you, if it's a 20 minute, right, wait, you're good. You're inside. But other than that, the, it is mostly outside. It's a winding back and forth yeah. kind of boring queue. I guess it's been a while since I've done that queue. So, um, well, it's, I a still... it's different though. It's a different queue than, than the great movie ride. Yeah. So that's, and that's probably where I'm, I'm operating off of old information. And so, yeah. um, so I, I still, I'm still going to stand by it. I think That's I'd stand fair. by it. Oh yeah, no, no, Mickey's. I get it. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, strangely enough, I actually had Mickey and Minnie's as my skip. So. Oh really? That's yeah, a fun ride, but it's not like a must do in my mind. If you got kids, maybe it's a must do, but if you're just kind of there by yourself or mm-hmm. you, know, you and one other person, not a must do in my mind. Okay. Um, obviously single rider, the only single rider one uh, is Aerosmith, right? So. Yeah. Um, see that I honestly, I, I, I audibled and did. I cheated and did another standby because yes, honestly, rock, rock and roller coaster is my skip. Yeah, well, and you I, know what? The problem with the the single rider line on, on on rock and roller coaster is it can be just as long or longer yeah. than the regular line. That, that's fair. Okay, fun. If I had to do a different, if I had to do a different standby, then my so while you're thinking, my other standby is Star Tours. You can. That's that's a good one to stand by. Yeah, actually, I, I'm with you on that. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. great one you. to stand by. The the queue usually is never like super duper long. Uh, you know, there is some outside, but it's shaded. And then once you get inside, you got that it's fun queue. Yeah. You got C3PO, R2D2. You can see all the planets that places are going to. It, it's great. Yeah, absolutely. So that is our four. Did, did we miss one? Are we wrong in what we're thinking about? You know, obviously this is going to be really dependent on who you're going with, whether you're with family or with kids, etc. But you know, this, a lot of this comes down to opinion, but if you have a whirlwind, whirlwind trip that you're trying to take, this is kind of a good list. I think, I think it's a good mix. Well, and I think this is an interesting exercise to, if you are going on a trip to kind of think about like, okay, what are the rides that I'm, that I'm really, I don't want to wait for. Yep. And what are the rides that I'm like, you know what? I can probably wait for that. And this is, I, I, I promise that we did not plan. This as a big advertisement for Casey, but this is also some of the stuff that when you use experts, yes. they can give you some insight into, Hey, I know you're, I know you really want to ride pirates and you're telling me to buy that lightning lane for it. Don't, don't do it. Um, like just keep an eye on the app sometime in the afternoon. It's going to dip to 45 minutes go to there and then yep. you'll be on and off in half 100%, an hour. hundred percent. You, you, you nailed it. And that's, you know, whether it's me or some other travel expert, we've been doing this long enough that we can actually tell you what works and what doesn't, you know, I've actually come up with the, it's a four page document of each one for each of the parks of like, what are the must do attractions? What are the, what are the, you know, places you should try eating? What are the snacks you should try, you know, shopping, you know, things like that. These are things that if you don't go, planning a trip to Walt Disney World for those of you who've done it if you've never done it before it's it's massive it's, there's a lot it's, going on there's a lot going on man absolutely so so I have to share my news that uh, Matt Matt is already aware of this but I, I, I yes I called... I'm, I'm I'm green with envy <laughs> yeah so this kind of came out of nowhere but um, I called Matt the other day and I was like Matt you are never gonna believe what I have the opportunity to do he's like what so if you've ever been at Walt Disney World and you have seen those tour guides with the plaid shirts, the plaid vests on, they're VIP tour guides. And what they're really, basically, it is truly like the total VIP experience of they will take you to any ride. 
Matt, you look like you just got some amazing news, man. Football. It's football. Okay, Don't worry okay. about it. <laughs> His mouth was agape with, like, shock. I'm like, what is going on? Okay, so um, they will take you to any park, any ride, as many times as you want to ride those rides uh, and those attractions and do those things during the set period that you are with them. I am lucky enough to be able to go on an experience um, later on this um, fall or later on this month, actually in September, I am flying down for one day. I've never done this before. I'm flying down on a Thursday night, waking up Friday morning and doing this VIP tour experience with a couple of other travel um, uh, planner friends and then coming back on, um, on, on Saturday morning. So I got one day in the parks, but it's all VIP. I am so stoked. These tours run 500 to $800 an hour usually. Um, and you can have up to 10 people on the tour. So I knew I would never get to experience this otherwise. And so I, I got offered the opportunity. I was like, yeah, please. Absolutely. I will do that. So, yeah. yeah. So, so we're, we'll definitely talk about that when you get yeah, back, like all sure. that stuff. I wish I could take pictures, but you're not allowed to take pictures in the backstage area. So, yeah, well, I found that the backstage area isn't really that exciting. Yeah, I guess when you've worked for the Disney company, you kind of know what that means. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's very unmagical. <laughs> all right. Well, it is closing time, my friends. I hope you had a great time talking about all the great stuff coming out of Disney Parks with us. Of course, the stuff that's already there with us. And again, if you want to take your trip, you know who to talk to. Please find me on SorcererNetwork.com or Casey Woolley at, um, uh, Casey Woolley at Main Street and more travel. .com. Sorry, Casey William Main Street, Casey Woolley at Main Street and more travel.com to, to uh, start the conversation. Of course, Matt, if they want to get a hold of us, how do they do that? You can email us beers and ears 1928 at gmail.com, Facebook group beers and ears podcast, Twitter and Instagram at beers ears 1928. Casey mentioned sorcerernetwork.com. And uh, um, I'm going to plug myself. Yeah, twitch.tv slash sorcerer Matt. Um, if you are interested in content like that, I am going to be streaming some Disney D- Disney Dreamlight Valley this week. I'm going to be doing some sports content. I'm going to be doing some stra- I'm doing some strategy games. Like it's, um, I I am a man of many interests, so I promise there's something for you on the channel. You got a family too, right? In there somehow, you got a family, and kids, and you got a family oh yeah, I mean there's there, you know, it, <laughs> and yeah, you know, I, I've got you know stuff to do and thing people to take care of and other stuff like that but really if you're um uh if you're looking to support me on that channel just head over again twitch.tv slash sorcerer matt and uh um you can hit that follow button that would be great beautiful all right well everyone uh let's go ahead and raise our glasses this episode has been on us we will see you again real soon have a great day bye everyone Thank you for listening to a Sorcerer Network podcast.